Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where this entitled woman tries to push Christianity onto one of her children's friends. Karen preaches to my child. My eldest is having a play date with a friend and her mum comes to pick her up. I'm in my bedroom with Streetlight Manifesto playing and my boyfriend watching the kids. He comes to get me, saying that Mummy Dearest wants to talk to me about my music and rolls his eyes. So I go and she immediately starts with the You let your children listen to such blasphemy. And I tell her it's really not blasphemy if we don't believe in God. She then gets so outraged that we need to see the light. So I snap back at her. Leave my house immediately or I will have my boyfriend assist you in finding your way to the exit. I send her an email the next morning. Hi Emily, this is Famer. I'm very concerned about your insistence on my preaching to my children and do not appreciate you insulting me and my children, especially not in front of my child. I would very much like for you to keep your religion to yourself and your family. If you find what you need in your God, that is wonderful for you and I'm truly happy for you, but we do not share your beliefs and we very much do not want you pushing your beliefs on us and especially not our children, who do not yet possess the critical faculties to understand such difficult concepts. As a courtesy, I will refrain from playing atheist music while your child is over. I got a message back. Thema, I'm very sorry for my attitude the other day. My mother's currently in the hospital and I wasn't having a great day. I understand you have a difference of beliefs and will respect that in the future. Thank you for coming to me instead of just attacking me. So I think it's settled and I let my daughter go to her play date despite my boyfriend wanting to chaperone. I should have let him. When I pick up my child, we start driving home and I ask what they did and if she had fun. And she says, we watched a movie about Jesus. Luckily, my child already knows about Christianity and that they have their beliefs, but that we, mummy and daddy, do not share those beliefs. But now I have to figure out how I'm going to answer the but why questions from a five-year-old that I was hoping I could put off until she was better equipped to understand apologia and its critiques because I don't have any real issues with Christians or Christianity that aren't based in the logical failings of their arguments for the existence of God. I became an atheist because I studied philosophy. So I sent another email to Emily. Emily, this is Famer. Please explain to me why you thought it appropriate after our last conversation to proselytize to my child. Here is the response. Famer, I'm sorry. I figured you wouldn't mind giving you espouse the virtues of atheism in your home that I at least provide a counter to your blasphemy. Children should be allowed to decide whichever path they wish on their own. Emily, I responded. Thank you for responding. I will no longer be letting my child over to your house unsupervised and your child is no longer welcome over at ours unsupervised. I will be taking further actions as necessary through the school. I advise you don't weaponize your child in this and allow them to continue to be friends. However, should you fail this, I will seek a no contact order and go to the police to report your harassment. Any further correspondence can go through my boyfriend as frankly, you don't want my patients to run any thinner than it already is. His contact information is attached and I've CC'd him to this thread now. We haven't heard back. 
Well, I hope after that threat, I mean, it's so ridiculous that you even need to make that threat of your boyfriend getting involved, that that is going to be the end of that story. And it certainly looks as if it is. But yeah, overall, I will say I completely agree with you, OP. It's one thing having your own beliefs and your own religion. And I'm completely here for that. And as you said yourself, if you believe in whatever you believe in, that is completely fine. And genuinely, yeah, I'm happy for people that have their beliefs in whatever they believe in. It's all good with me. But once you start forcing and pushing those beliefs onto other people's children, yeah, that I don't really agree with. Now, moving on to our next entitled parent story. Now, I will give a little bit of a warning before we get into this one. It's a little bit graphic, perhaps, um, if you're not very good with blood or bodily fluids or that sort of stuff. Maybe you want to avoid and just skip to the, the third story of this episode. But it's a really good story, to be honest, and a serious story and one that I wanted to cover and show you guys. So if you're keen, here we go. My mum, a 41-year-old woman, believes me, a minor under the age of 17, vomiting blood and having violent diarrhea is because I don't exercise enough. I am currently sitting on the toilet writing this in incredible pain. Yesterday night, I was sent to the ER because my stomach was in serious pain. I came back with violent diarrhea and I ended up vomiting blood all over my floor. My mum claims that she cannot take care of it and that I should be able to when I'm literally pooping blood. She's been told multiple times for over a year to take me to a gastrointestinal specialist because I'm suffering symptoms of something chronic, but she will not take me. She believes that it is my fault I am this way when I try my absolute best to take care of myself when suffering from severe mental illness. She took them saying that I should see a specialist as a F you I was right on her part and is claiming that if I just ate better, I'd be fine. She is aware I'm recovering from an eating disorder and before that ever started, I had serious stomach issues. Last night, I threw up blood and bile onto my room floor and I'm unaware how to clean it, being that the smell would most likely make me vomit again. It's a genuine biohazard, but she has forbidden me from cleaning it myself, saying that she doesn't want to deal with me asking how and that she'll get it. But she said this last night, and now, almost 10, she's not remotely began to help clean it or tell me how to clean it. I cannot change clothes because it's in my room. I cannot sleep because it's in my room. I cannot put on pants because it's in my room. And when I ask her to just tell me how to clean it, she refuses. I don't know what to do at this point, and it's gotten to a point that the pain in my stomach will temporarily paralyze my limbs and cause me to go unconscious. No matter how bad it gets, she always ends up saying that there's no way I can have these health problems because I'm too young. When she's the one that goes to the doctor for a minor headache, but won't take her child to a doctor, despite being repeatedly referred by doctors to do so. I'm scared for my life, as the pain gets worse by the day, and I'm barely even digesting food anymore. I cannot even drink water without risking my body rejecting it. Okay, so this is pretty much just abuse. Anyone got any, uh, anyone got any contrasting opinions? Leave them in the comments down below. I doubt it though. It literally is just abuse of your child. Is it not? Am I wrong? Am I missing something? It is. I mean, like, you're vomiting blood and saying, first of all, let's not go to the doctor or A&E. And second of all, let's not even bother cleaning it up, guys. Let's just leave it there. That was your fault. I want you to deal with it but I'm not even going to tell you how. Such good parenting. Ugh, let's carry on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now for our third entitled parent story of this episode. How my wife ruined her mum's Mother's Day by treating her like a mum. My mother-in-law is an annoying person to say in the nicest way. She has extremely low self-worth and she compensates that by forcing the world to go around her. As family who interact with her regularly, we're forced to treat her like a queen. Every day, every minute. If we don't, then there will be drama. All the way from pouting, going to her room, fainting, leaving the house to full-blown breakdown, including saying, why should I live on this planet anymore? If no one cares about me yeah to see an old lady say she'll kill herself just because we don't give her a few minutes of attention is a bizarre thing to witness so it's exhausting to be around her but what else can my wife and my sister-in-law do she is their mum, and they both try their darn best to make her feel special but they'd also like to interact with her as their mum too not just as some out of touch royalty they would like to crack jokes chat about general things and share their problems not having to be constantly worried what statement might tick her off when they were kids in her orbits things were fine as she controlled them and that made her feel as though she was the center of attention but now that they're married have family of their own and that she is not the anchor of the family she started becoming more and more demanding that we perform some elaborate rituals to make her feel special. It's becoming extremely exhausting. So onto the actual event itself. My mother-in-law and father-in-law have traveled to our country and are staying with us for a short time to help us with the kids as we all live halfway across the globe. My wife planned an elaborate Mother's Day event centered around my mother-in-law, even though she herself is a mum too. One of those that included lunch in a popular ethnic cuisine restaurant. By the way, had she not planned it herself, there would have been a snarky comment at the end of the day saying, seems like you don't care about your mum enough to plan something for me. I was waiting the whole day for you to do something. Anyway, morning went uneventfully as we've been pampering the grown-up toddler and my mother-in-law was quite jubilant. We go to the restaurant and I and our elder one go in to set up the table as my wife is bringing the others in, my mother-in-law, father-in-law and our little one. My two-year-old, the real toddler, decides to throw a tantrum for toddler reasons, but then my mother-in-law sees this beautiful garden in front of the restaurant and wants my wife to take her picture. My mother-in-law doesn't care about anything and forces my wife to take several pictures as my wife is holding a crying, fussing, and kicking toddler at her hip. Having basked in the glory of being the center of attention, my mother-in-law is satisfied enough and they all come in. My wife is ticked off from that, but tries her best to be cheerful. The waiter comes in to take the order, and right then, my mother-in-law decides to go to the restroom. My wife asks her to order before going, as the kids will get hangry if we wait for long. But the big mistake my wife did was she asked in a normal tone, a regular conversational tone, instead of a pleading or pleasing pampering tone. How dare we order her royalty on what to do? That was strike one. As me and my wife are looking at the bazillion choices and trying to order for kids, ourselves, spice level, etc, etc, we got absorbed into ordering without paying attention to the most important person. My mother-in-law wasn't the center of attention for two full minutes. How dare we? That is strike two. We didn't notice that or ask what she wants. She asked if they have a particular ethnic dish, which is a regular staple we have almost every day at home, like a grilled cheese sandwich that too in an indifferent meek tone. She was indirectly implying that she's just a nobody because of strike one and two, and therefore she was ordering some peasant food. 
That was our cue to realize our mistake prostrate before her beg her forgiveness and bring the world back into alignment before things go downhill we failed to notice that change in her tone which was strike three instead my wife suggests mum we have that almost every day at home so why don't you but my mother-in-law cuts her off saying i know that are you saying i don't know that and then storms to the restroom We're all figuring out what the frick happened and we finish ordering. My mother-in-law comes back and unloads on my wife how she has disrespected her. We brought her to this country and ever since then, my wife has made it her mission to do nothing but continuously humiliate her and then she starts crying. I quickly realized what had conspired, but my innocent wife, whose heart is only filled with love and not such evil games, doesn't realize drama that my mother-in-law wants. Instead, she's trying to understand how suggesting that the dish is a regular staple at home is humiliating. And my mother-in-law goes, You're implying I'm dumb and don't even know this. You have ruined Mother's Day. All daughters do special things on Mother's Day, and here you are ruining mine, with a few other delectable quotes. My wife says again and again, That's just a regular thing to say to your mum. But my mother-in-law is adamant that my wife humiliated her by implying that she is dumb for not knowing It's a staple dish we regularly eat at home. So she storms off to sit outside. Seriously, that was the entire discussion for a full five minutes. It was extremely bizarre to see a 60-year-old woman throw a tantrum and accuse her daughter because she said, it's a regular staple we eat at home. Now, normally we would run after her and apologize and beg her to come back and keep apologizing throughout lunch, which is what she wanted after three strikes. But this time we were so over this BS having been through similar ones so many times. So we just sat and ate in peace without an extra side of drama. But my wife was heartbroken. She'd done all this planning, wanted to be a good daughter, wanted her mum to feel special, and in the end has ruined Mother's Day by talking to her mum as a mum and not as a royal. So a 60-year-old woman started crying in the middle of lunch rush in a popular restaurant all because we didn't give her attention for five minutes while busy ordering food for our kids. There are hundreds of other similar stories, but this is one of the clearest what the frick just happened. Honestly, guys, if I had someone like that in my family, I think I'd just have to retire and say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I actually just don't even want to be affiliated with you in any single way anymore. You are that annoying. Why is a 60-year-old woman acting like the youngest at that table when there is also a two-year-old there? I mean, whose tantrum was worse? Genuinely, the two-year-olds who was tantruming because they're a toddler or a 60-year-old woman's because your daughter asked you a question like, what is actually going on? You just know exactly what sort of person she is like. I don't even have to meet this person to know exactly how they function day to day. As OP said, thinking the entire world revolves around them, but just being so annoying and just like precious and almost like a princess. I mean, is describing her as royalty is absolutely perfect. That is exactly how she thinks she is, that everyone should bow down to her. She needs a, you know, a taste of her own medicine. I don't know exactly what that would entail. If you have any ideas, comment down below. How does OP and his family, how do we, let this woman or make this woman realize that she is so so entitled i want to hear your thoughts anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash entitled parents really hope you enjoyed it if you did and you want a bonus extended episode of r slash entitled parents three hours worth of content on screen right there it's also linked in the description down below if you are new to the channel hit the subscribe button follow me on whatever platform you're on like this one and i'll see you all tomorrow for some more unbelievable reddit stories Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.